Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, brain connections are a big deal. So what are brain connections and how do they work? We used to be researching the parts of the brain and then regions, but nowadays we're working on networks. So when they're tracking connections between the neurons, what they discovered was that some conversations stood out. And that meant some neurons were firing back and forth a lot more than others. It's kind of like a junior high lunchroom, you know, where you can see all the social groups, who talks to whom. So then they went on, once they identified different networks, to figure out what in the heck are they talking about. So some of the networks were busy recognizing familiar objects or tracking danger and change. Some were solving various kinds of puzzles. Some were working on reading or listening, or singing, or drawing, every time we access these tasks, a certain network will kick in and help us. It also runs physical skills like dancing and athletics, or drawing and carving. And here's the trouble, some of those networks are holding ideas or emotional states too. Some of that's great. The problems that we mull over until we can solve them, the ideas we play with when we're being creative, and the memories of wonderful times in our lives. But it also includes some connections we wish we could dump, our fears and worries, and our frustrations and anger. So why does our brain insist on creating connections? For one thing, it hates chaos. It's going to connect the dots, even when they don't really go together, in order to have some reason to act. It wants us to be safe above all else, and so, It has a strong need to be able to predict what's next and a strong need to be able to control what's going on. When we're not too stressed, our brains can relax and then we can change our minds and we can reorganize those connections easily. So we solve problems that aren't coming together for us. We listen to others who offer new information, even if it calls for us to break apart our brain's pattern so we can include that new information. We relax our brain's longing for closure so we can bring in more pieces to the puzzle and more points to connect so we have a better pattern. To get into this very flexible state of mind, we might meditate or take a walk in nature or even sleep. All of these practices help loosen the connections for a while and they let new information in, trigger ahas, and lead to new designs. Well, that all sounds great. But for these times, how can we change the strong connections that keep us worried or angry when we want to be more caring and present with others? What we need is a way to let go of the connections that won't stop looping. It's not enough to stop those loops every night as we sleep, but unless our brain has a better alternative, these anxiety and anger connection loops are going to be back. Neuroscience and therapy work hard to untangle these tight connections, but sometimes ancient wisdoms have an even better idea. For example, what if there's a way to replace these connections with new ones? To find wisdom like that, we need to turn to the world of folktales and fables and legends. They're filled with imagery that can touch us at a level deeper than all the science and knowledge we can muster. 
we'll close with a teaching story that cuts through all our struggles with negative brain loops beautifully. It's a story we must thank the Cherokee Nation for, and to whom I extend great gratitude as I respectfully share their wise story with you. It goes like this. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you, and inside every other person, too. The grandson thought about it for a minute, and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed.